Oh, hey, my love. How you doing? Have you been using the law of attraction with intention? I have, well, okay, at least some of the time. (laughs) I love talking about manifestation. So today I want to share with you five of my favorite manifestation stories so that you and I can have a look at how I made them happen and so that you can start using the law of attraction to manifest your desires much more intentionally. I mean, who doesn't want to learn how to be manifesting more of what they want, right? (laughs) Are you ready? for me to let you in on this game of manifestation that I've been playing. You're going to love this. Let's do it. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. How are you doing? It's Cory Javid here from CoryJavid.com. <laughs> it sounded like so cheesy then. I want to talk to you today about the law of attraction and about five of my favorite manifestations and how I made them happen. I absolutely love this subject. You could get me talking on this subject all damn day if you wanted to. Don't worry though, it's not going to be that long of an episode. But I'm really excited to talk to you about it because it's something that I just want to be talking more about on the show because it's a big part of, well, it's part of everybody's life, but I mean, the topic is a big part of my life. It's something that I teach my clients. It's something that I'm just super interested in. And so I want to be passing on more of my manifestation tips on to you, ladies, so you can be manifesting the things that you want in your life. So how are you? Are you enjoying the summer? How are you finding it only having one podcast episode a week? I know I miss you too. I really am missing podcasting twice a week. But equally at the same time, I'm having a beautiful time with my daughter. We spent the day yesterday at the beach. It was glorious. When the weather is nice, I feel like we live in one of the best places on earth right here. When it's raining, yeah, not so much. (laughs) Before we get properly stuck in to this topic, I just want to take a moment to read May's review of the month. Yeah, I know it's July. I know I normally do this once a month. I'm going to be honest with you. I got totally carried away with all things money mindset and launching and creating limitless money for you. Then I totally forgot to do this last month. (laughs) So I'm announcing May's winner now and I'm going to do June's review of the month next time to catch us back up. In case you don't even know what I'm talking about, each month I pick one lucky winner and I read their review here on the show and I give them a free success coaching call with me. Yay! So this month's review comes from Smoogie. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, in the States. And she says, I love, love this Money Mindset podcast. And she gives me five stars. Thank you, Smoogie. She says, I love listening to Corrie talk about how she created her business. She made it happen. She had her first £20,000 month and did it with ease. Business that is enjoyable and sustainable while keeping up being an amazing mum and health is what I'm all about. If you want all this, listen to the podcast. 
Yay, thank you so much for that review, Smoogie. I really appreciate you. Reviews help this show to reach more mothers like you and I and have more of an impact by spreading what I'm teaching here on this show. So I really, really appreciate it. And congratulations, because you won yourself a free coaching call. Send me an email to team at corriejavid.com and let's get your call booked in. And if you're listening and that wasn't you and you want the chance to win a free call with me, just pause now, head over to iTunes and leave your review. That's all you need to do. Okay, let's talk about some of my favorite manifestations. Today, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm winging it more than usual. (laughs) So I don't like script the show, but I do detailed outlines because I know that it really helps me to keep on point and keep structured, particularly when it's like a really teaching-based content to the show. But because I'm just sharing with you five of my favorite manifestation stories, and I'm going to share with you a bit of the how so you can take away some tips for yourself as well. But I thought, well, what is the point of really outlining that? Because these are all just things that have happened to me. So I'm just going to go off the cuff. I'm shooting from the hip a bit today. Um, And so it's quite funny, actually, because I decided to make it five because, you know, it has to be an odd number, right? Who who made that rule? But it's a rule. <laughs> and I thought, well, which five should I choose? And I just got out a pen and paper with the intention of writing down five and wrote down 12, just came to me, 12 like particularly cool manifestation stories that came straight to mind. And I thought, well, I can't share 12. So I'm sharing five of those immediately obvious 12 with you. If you want to hear more, if you want me to do a second installment of this at some point, let me know. Slide over into my DMs on Instagram. I'm at Corey Javid on Instagram, FYI, and let me know. I'm happy to oblige. Okay, so let's dig in to this. But before we do, I want to say a few things about manifestation and the law of attraction, just so we're all on the same page here. What is the law of attraction, first of all? Well, it's simply this law that is present in our lives and which enables us to attract into our lives what we're focusing on. And the law of attraction works in the way of attracting the things that you are an equal match for. So quite simply, it's working all of the time, whether you are realizing it or using it intentionally or not. So if you are sitting there and thinking, oh, I haven't been using the law of attraction, you have, my love. (laughs) You just haven't been using it with intention, which is where I was when I first discovered the law of attraction. And when we talk about manifestation, we mean bringing into being things that we want or desire. And so again, you do manifest everything around you. You are creating your reality. And whether or not you're doing that intention with intention is a different matter. And that's what I want to bring to you on today's show are some tips and some insight into how you can use the law of attraction to manifest with more intention. Okay. So for example, let's say you decided you wanted a new car. You can be working on manifesting that new car, i.e. bringing it into reality. And you can use the law of attraction to manifest that car. So you become a vibrational match for the new car, meaning that you are in alignment with that thing, which means that your thoughts and feelings are in alignment with you having that thing. You don't have resistance to that thing and therefore you can attract it into your life. 
Now, what I want to say, though, about the law of attraction and manifestation is some of the stories that I'm going to be sharing today are some of the extra fun stories, the kind of extra magical stories, but saving up the money to buy that car and buying it is still manifesting it. That is still a manifestation. Having it gifted to you is a manifestation. Renting it is a manifestation. Do you see my point? It isn't about fixating on one way of it coming to you, and it's not about the universe just plonking that car on your driveway with a beautiful bow, although, hey, let's be available for that reality too. (laughs) But don't misunderstand me when we talk about manifestation, although sometimes some of the really cool manifestations do feel kind of magical. It's not always that way and you are manifesting all the time and just going out and buying something with your money is manifesting it or going out and making something happen by taking action is manifesting it. Does this make sense? Good. So I just wanted to clear that up before we really dig in today. But the law of attraction is working all the time, whether or not you're using it with intention. So it's often compared to gravity, just in the same way as that you're not sort of using gravity, but equally you're not switching on gravity for yourself. Gravity is just working in our human experience here right now. The same is true for the law of attraction. So if you've been feeling like, oh, well, I haven't been doing that, actually you have, you've just been getting potentially very mixed results because you haven't been very clear on how you are using the law of attraction and how you're manifesting. And so I actually kind of giggle to myself sometimes when I've heard people say, well, the law of attraction isn't true and it's not working. because or manifestation doesn't work and it's a load of rubbish because the irony of that to me is that if that's what you believe that will be your reality because that's how the law of attraction works do you see what I mean (laughs) if you believe that the law of attraction is a load of tosh and that you can't use your own powers of manifestation in this intentional way. You can't harness the law of attraction in your favor. If you believe that, that will be your reality because that's what you're manifesting. So that always makes me giggle a little bit when people say that. But I know that you're on board with this, right? I know that you're down with the law of attraction. You're probably just thinking, I just want to know how to use it a little bit more intentionally. No worries because I'm going to be sharing these five examples with you today of some of my favorite manifestations. And I'm going to be talking to you about how they manifested and my kind of theories behind each of them. And so you can be thinking about what you want to be manifesting in your life and how you want to be using the law of attraction in your favor rather than kind of just letting it do its own thing with mixed results because you're not using it intentionally. Okay, let's dig into some of these. The first one happened quite early on in my business, actually, and I manifested a white laptop. (laughs) Let me tell you how this transpired. So I was at the point that I was working from the lounge downstairs from a table wedged into the corner of a room, sitting on a plastic chair and using a laptop that was on its last legs and about to die. And I think at this point I hadn't actually launched my business actually now that I'm remembering it. I was kind of gearing up to launch it. I was in that phase of consuming all the free content. Yes, have you been there too? Where you think that this one webinar is going to give me the secret that I need to know. Actually, I was kind of procrastinating. Anyway, um, and I knew that I was going to be moving into my new office. I'd made the decision to make that happen. 
upstairs, we were decorating it, and I wanted to buy a desktop computer because I knew I was going to be filming and um, desktop computers can be much more powerful in handling video editing and stuff. Anyway, I promise I'm going somewhere with this. <laughs> um, and so I thought to myself, oh, it's really annoying because I can't afford, let's see, those words wouldn't come out of my mouth these days, but hey, I was less evolved back then, money mindset-wise. I thought to myself that I couldn't afford something else like a laptop too, and so I was going to have to buy this desktop because it was the thing that I kind of needed most, but I was also desiring to have something like a tablet or a small laptop because I knew I would want to sometimes work outside of the home. And so I was looking online and I decided I wanted a really small, specifically white laptop. I don't know why, I just like things that are white like that, like technology that's white, my screen is white, my desk is white, like, I don't know why, that pleases me. And I looked at the prices and I thought, that's just not in my budget right now. And then I did nothing. I just thought, well, I'll have to wait and see, see what happens. So about a week later it might have been I can't remember the exact time it was very soon let after without having spoken to my husband by the way about this so I had made no mention of it to him because I already knew that he was researching my um, desktop computer for me because he was going to custom build it for me because he's that kind of a amazing geek to have around um and so I thought, well, I can't tell him that I want a white laptop too, because he'll be like, what are you doing? You're spending too much money. Um, and so I just thought to myself, this is what I want, but hey, can't make it happen. So about a week later, without knowing that this is what I wanted, he comes in the door. He says, hey, I've got a surprise for you. Hands me a white laptop. No joke. <laughs> I was like, holy bleep. I can't believe that I just manifested this so quickly. And the fact that he'd come home with a laptop and it was white and it was small and really portable, which was something that was really important to me. Now, I won't go into how he acquired it. There was some kind of thing at work where they had, it wasn't like brand new. He refurbished it for me. But the point is, is within a really short space of time, I manifested something really specific, a small white laptop without actually vocalizing that to him. So he was just the conduit with which it came to me. Now, my point of sharing this story is that you can manifest some really specific material things if you want to. And the reason why this worked was because I hadn't fixated on why way that it would come to me. So when we focus too much on the how when we're trying to manifest something, that's when we can actually block off the thing coming to us from a different path. So I didn't feel any resistance to having this, which sometimes is one of the reasons why we're not manifesting something that we want, because actually part of us doesn't want it for some reason or fears having it or whatever the case may be. But I had no resistance to it. But equally, I didn't tell myself that it had to come to me in one way. I wasn't telling myself that I had to buy it for myself. Otherwise, it was not possible. I just thought, I would like it. I can't see how I'll afford it. But I still know that I want it. I'm going to see what happens. That was literally how I left it. And so it was able to come to me 
through what Abraham Hicks calls the path of least resistance. So Abraham Hicks is a big teacher on the law of attraction, if you don't know. Um, and so I thought that that's a really cool story to share because you can manifest something super specific and tangible if you want to, but you need to just know what you want, be really clear and just be in that state of confident expectation that even if you have no idea how it's going to come to you, it's going to come. And actually, the more you let go of the how, the more easily you manifest things. So that's why it was a really cool story to share. So that was number one. The second manifestation story I wanted to share with you today was being oversubscribed in my business. So you might have heard me talk about this a little bit before, so I'll keep the actual story brief so we can kind of unpick it. But I read this book called Oversubscribed. Actually, I, to be honest, I didn't totally finish it <laughs> because it's for quite big size mo um, business models. Anyway, I just latched onto this word oversubscribed and I thought to myself, that's how I'd like to be. I would love to feel oversubscribed in my one-to-one -one coaching. I would love to feel like not only was I always fully booked, but I even had a regular waiting list and I was oversubscribed. I had more people wanting to work with me than I could be working with at one time. To me, that felt like, yes, I'll know that things are really working. I'll feel really good about that situation and about the possibility of helping all of these women. And so I worked on believing that like a mofo. <laughs> so it took me several months. I can't tell you how many at this point. I should have, probably should have done my research there and told you how many months, but it took me several months. So this was not like the white laptop manifestation, which happened like in something like a week. This took several months and I manifested this by keeping it is part of my intention. So something that I was focused on, but like loosely focused on. So I wasn't so obsessed with it that I was kind of strangling the energy of the thing, but it was something that I kept in my conscious mind often. And I told myself again and again, I am oversubscribed. I am oversubscribed. I am oversubscribed. And I gave thanks in advance for being oversubscribed and for the women that I am lucky to call clients and for the women on my wait list. And then as you probably know, in, was it May or June, I became not only fully booked, not only oversubscribed so that I have a waiting list, but also so oversubscribed that I've had to close my waiting list because I have nothing available um, in terms of one-to-one -one slots working with me until 2020. So that was a really cool thing to manifest, but I did that by really consistent repetition, really working on believing that and really putting myself in that future state. And so that's why I wanted to share that one with you is because some of these things happen really quickly and some of them take perseverance, not efforting. So I didn't force my way there. I wasn't obsessed with who can I ask? Who can I get on a call with? How can I convert this person? That would have strangled it. That would have actually slowed things down. Instead, I just stayed in this state of confident expectation that I am oversubscribed and I just waited for reality to catch up with my beliefs. Does that make sense? So that's why I wanted to share that one with you because I think that sometimes we can talk about manifestation stories and sometimes things do happen really fast, but this one took several months. Um, but it's still a cool one because it's so 
I think it's so cool when you actually have something really specific that you start affirming and then it becomes true. It gives you that kind of all over tingling kind of excitement that you know that this happened because you set that intention and because you used the law of attraction and you manifested this with that intention. Okay, so the third manifestation story that I want to share with you is the story of the £10 note. You may have heard this one before. If you have heard it before, that's cool. I have shared it before over inside the Facebook group, uh, Limitless Mothers Facebook group, but it's one of my favorites, so I have to share it because it was one of those oh my goodness moments. So it's a bit of a long one because there's quite a bit of preamble into it, so I'm just going to give you a heads up on that. Stick with me though, it's worth it. Okay, So, he's reading a book by Pam Grout. I forget the title, but it's about the law of attraction. And Pam Grout comes from a science background. And so she wanted to really find out more about the law of attraction with a really sort of scientific experiment approach. And so she talks about a number of experiments that you can do, and they're all quite fun, um, to kind of prove to yourself that the law of attraction is working in your favor. And so I was listening to this audiobook, and one of the things that she said was to ask the universe for a sign that it is there for you and listening. And you might have heard this kind of thing being done before. Now, she suggested a very certain way of doing it, so you needed to, I think, kind of write it down and state it in a certain way. And I didn't do that, but I was thinking at the time, what would I think of that I was going to ask for as a sign. I thought probably money because I'm working on using my skills of manifestation to manifest money. I'm looking to get more intentional with that. So I'd probably think of a sign around money. But that's how I left it, just that. Just that kind of small intention, nothing massive. The next day, I put on my dressing gown, and I always have to explain this because I know that we have a lot of listeners around the world, and dressing gown is a very UK phrase. (laughs) Um, I believe sometimes they're just, well, it's like a robe, you know, that you wear around the house. My mum is Canadian, she calls it a house coat. I don't know if that helps you. But anyway, I woke up and I put on my dressing gown, and I put my hand in my pocket, and there was a one pound coin in there. Now, this was very odd. (laughs) Why did I have a one pound coin? in my dressing gown pocket. I am not the sort of person who typically carries much cash just because everything you can pay with contactless card, right? And I couldn't recollect any reason why I would have put a pound coin in my dressing gown pocket. So it really made me smile and and I really decided to interpret this as the sign from the universe that yes, I'm listening and responding to you and here's that symbol of abundance you were looking for. So I chuckled to myself and I thought that was really cool. And I kept that one pound coin in my dressing gown pocket for like the longest time and I used to just feel it in there and sort of smile to myself. And then after that, I went through this phase of finding pound coins everywhere. I found them in my gym bag. I found one on the floor by my car in the gym car park. I found two pound coins on two consecutive days in the washing machine. So I was taking the washing out of the washing machine and they were there on that lip um, rim of the, the door as it closes. And again, we are not a big household for having cash, like physical cash, because we just don't bother getting it out. We just pay for everything on card. It's so easy these days, right? So the fact that I kept finding these pound coins all over the place was really cool. And so it was kind of like a fun little manifestation that was happening, and I was enjoying it and seeing it as a symbol that there is abundance around me everywhere. And then after a while, uh, the pound coins just stopped appearing. I didn't really notice at first. And then I was talking to my daughter one day, and I thought to myself, oh, 
that's weird. I haven't found a pound coin in a long time. And I thought to myself, come on, universe, where are those coins? And I was tucking my daughter into bed that night and in the dark, and I felt something on my hand. And I was like, what is that? And so I turned on the lamp and on my finger <laughs> was a sticker of a gold coin. So she'd been playing with a pirate treasure um, sticker activity book. And one of the stickers had somehow become attached to her blanket and now was attached to my hand. And so I laughed so much because I, okay, universe, that's hilarious. I was asking where are the coins and you've sent me one in sticker form. So I promise I'm getting to the £10 note of this. So the next day after that, I went out for coffee with my mum. And now my mum is really interested in the law of attraction. She's probably listening. Hey, mummy. Um, and manifestation. And as I've been learning about it and becoming more and more of an expert in this area, I've been sharing what I learn with her and she loves learning about it. So we went out for coffee and my daughter and I were telling her about this story, the whole story, and about the pound coin sticker or the gold coin sticker. And so we were finishing our coffee and leaving the Starbucks and walking to the car. And she said to me, so really, you just need to get more specific in your requests to the universe and say like, hey, universe, send me physical money. And I said, yes, exactly. Like, hey, universe, send me like a 20 or a 10 pound note. And I kid you not, in less than one minute, as we turned the corner into the car park, my daughter went, here's a £10 note. And there was a £10 note on the floor in front of us. That was one of those moments, that, the reason I'm sharing it, even if you may have heard it before, is because that was one of those moments that I will probably remember for the rest of my life. I had full body goosebumps. My mum and I just looked at each other with completely like slack jaws and eyes as wide as saucers like, oh my god, did that just really happen? And we got into the car and I was like jokingly to my mum like, should we address the fact that I appear to be exceptionally magic? And we started laughing. Um, but that was just such a cool thing to have happened. And yeah, okay, you could put all of that down to coincidence if you want to. Isn't it more fun to believe that it is a sign from the universe? So I'm leaving that one to you to decide. But that, to me, was a really cool manifestation story that I just absolutely loved experiencing. Okay, favorite manifestation story number four is this is one that isn't like a one-off. This is something I actually do all the time or was doing all the time. And I'll explain why in a second. So I actually manifest really well using visualization. Well, I use all kinds of manifestation tools because I'm obsessed. So I will be manifesting in any way I know how when I set my intention on something. But I'm really strong visually in my mind's eye. And I, and I realized when I discovered the law of attraction and manifestation and started learning about it, and I realized that this is something that I had just been naturally doing with certain things in my life up until that point. And so I was like, oh, I visualize. I visualize success. I visualize the thing that I want. And then it happens. And so I decided to bring the same practice to my business. And so I like to manifest while I'm in the shower. There's something about being in the shower while I'm washing my hair specifically. I will visualize something really briefly. And it will always be something kind of small that I want to manifest. So 
one day I just decided while I was in the shower, actually, I would really like to have an unexpected discovery call booking. So I would love to go back to my desk, look at my computer and see a discovery call has rolled in. So I get an email notification if somebody books a discovery call with me. So I'd love to just see that. And so I visualized looking at my Gmail account and seeing that email subject line in there. So new discovery call booking. And lo and behold, I can't remember the first time this happened. I can't remember if it's the same day or the next day, but it was certainly within 24 hours. Poof, unexpected discovery call. Now, at that time, discovery calls weren't just something that were coming into my inbox on the regular. So I want to make that clear. So this was something that I feel like I really called in. So once I'd done that once and I was like, well, I'm going to do this you know, every now and then. So it's not something that the thing with manifestation is, is you have to be careful because sometimes it's easy to feel like, oh, you've stumbled across a formula and I must do this in the exact same way all the time. Like I'm going to turn around three times and I'm going to clap my hands five times and then I'm going to say this thing. But actually it's really about your energy that you bring and how much you believe in the thing that you're trying to manifest, how much resistance there is or isn't. You want no resistance and how clear you are about the thing that you're trying to manifest and like how specific you are. Does that make sense? And so while I'm not saying that if you want an unexpected sales call, all that you need to do is think about it in the shower and it will 100% happen for you. Really for me, it was just that this was a very easy way of me tapping into the energy of the thing that I want already being true. And so it became an easy go-to for me. And so whatever you want to be manifesting, it's really about aligning yourself with that future reality and becoming an energetic match for the thing. And of course, if you have any resistance around it, then it's not going to happen. So for me, if I was trying to do this, stand in the shower and imagine um, an unexpected discovery call booking popping into my inbox, but I was actually feeling too busy and unable to handle new clients, guess what? There's some resistance I've introduced straight away. That makes my energy not a clear match for the thing that I think that I want. So that's something to be careful about. But it's just a fun one to talk about because it is so wonderful how many times, I wish I'd kept count of this, but I have had this happen again and again where I will literally in the morning in the shower visualize a discovery call and then that day, at the very latest the next day, poof, one plops into my inbox. So that was number four. The fifth of my favorite manifestation stories, at least the five that I'm sharing with you here today is a kind of bigger one. So, and I wanted to share this one just to give you some variety in terms of how I am calling things in. So when we look over the five different things, it's not, like I said, there's not one way. There's not one way to manifest things, but it's all about your energy and your mindset. If you do not believe that you can receive a white laptop or you do not believe that it's possible for you somehow to be oversubscribed you do not believe that the universe can just send you money in note form or you do not believe that you can just have unexpected sales calls bookings roll in whatever the thing is if you don't believe it then it's not going to happen so belief is one of the kind of key things here so the fifth thing that I want to share with you is 
to do with my vision board. So I love a vision board. I think people do them wrong sometimes. I'm not going to go into that here. If you want me to do, I could do an entire episode on vision boards, to be honest, because I have a lot to say about them because I think people get them wrong and then they can work against you. So I think there is kind of a right way and a wrong way to do vision boards, but I love a vision board. So I've probably shared this before on the show, but my daughter and I did vision boards together at the start of the year. It was either the very end of last year or the very beginning of this year. And we had to do new ones in, I can't remember if it was May or June, probably the beginning of June, because we had both manifested pretty much everything on our vision boards. So that was a great manifestation story right there because you put a number of different things on it and then see what happens. Now, The thing that I've noticed about vision boards over the period of time that I've been doing them, which is a few years now, is that it's always interesting because I'll get to the point at which it feels stale and old and I'll know that it's because I've actually manifested quite a few things on it. It stops being something that my eye goes to. It stops being something that excites me and I'll know it's time to do another one. And so when I know that it's time to do a new one, I always like to just have a good look at everything that I've put on my vision board and be like, yes, manifested that, manifested that. Oh, didn't manifest that. And every single time, the things that I didn't manifest from my vision board, and this is why I wanted to share it with you, because this isn't about, oh, 100% of the time, I'm just like amazing at manifesting. I'm human, right? And none of us get absolutely everything we desire all the time, because that would actually kind of get boring, right? But the things that I didn't manifest generally fall into two categories. Either I didn't fully believe or fully get my energy behind it, or the other one is that actually it just doesn't provoke enough of an emotional response in me. So if it doesn't actually really excite me, maybe I just put it on for some reason, it felt like a whim at the time, but then afterwards I wasn't bothered, or it would be kind of quite nice to have, but the idea of having that thing or doing that thing isn't thrilling to me, then it doesn't manifest because you need a really strong desire and you need that belief. Does that make sense? So I'll give you some examples of things that I haven't manifested off my vision board as well as some that I have. So so I had a number of things, of course, on my last vision board. And I'll share just some of them with you. But I had on there, for me, a lot of the things that I look to manifest are like experiences and how I want to feel. So I had family travel on there and specifically the place that we're going for three weeks this summer. When I created the vision board, we hadn't planned that. It was something we were talking about. We didn't know if we wanted to do it because it is a big blowout holiday. (laughs) And so we were like, do we want to do that this year? Is that going to be possible? And I was like, I'm going to put it on my vision board. It's going to happen. So that's happening. That's one thing that we've definitely manifested there. And I've got other things on there like eating more healthily and taking care of myself and doing more yoga and that kind of thing. And so those things have been great. And spa days, of course, are on there because they're important to me, right? And I've up-leveled my spa days this year too. So that's a wonderful thing to have manifested. Um, but something, there is something on there and uh, I'll tell you what it is. And I think it's kind of a funny one to share. So... I put on there that I wanted this specific Cartier 
bracelet. So I'd seen a few people with them online, as you do, and I thought it was really beautiful. Um, somebody that I know has one as well, and you can get kind of different versions. You can get it in like, I don't know, platinum and gold and rose gold, and it's got diamonds in it, and it's really a nice piece of jewelry. That's been on my vision board for two vision boards. So this one that I've just completed and is no longer in use and the prior vision board. And I thought, oh, that's interesting that I haven't manifested that. It's been on my vision board twice, but I haven't manifested it. And I realized a couple of things. I realized that it was on my vision board this time round because I hadn't manifested it the first time and I still felt like, yeah, I would like that. So I put it on and I didn't give it a huge amount of thought. And But the first time that it went on my vision board is because I'd seen it and I thought it'd be quite a nice thing to do. And I had actually planned originally when I got this photo of this beautiful bracelet, I had planned to give myself that as a gift when I crossed the six-figure mark in my business. Now, when I crossed the six-figure mark in my business, it didn't even occur to me to buy that for myself. And so I didn't actually genuinely then, of course, really want it because if I wanted it that much, I would have been waiting for that day. I would have been watching my Stripe account with a hawk eye, just eager for my income and revenue to cross that six-figure mark so I could go ahead and buy myself this bracelet. And I didn't, it didn't even occur to me. So obviously it was something on there that, I don't know, I felt like maybe my ego was getting in there, maybe it was some kind of status thing, I don't know what drove me to choose it. But I thought I would share that with you because it's kind of a funny one when we say that we want something and actually we don't. It doesn't actually light us up in the way that we think it's going to. And, you know, I could arguably go and buy myself this bracelet now, but that doesn't excite me. So it's not on my vision board anymore. So I thought I would share that because it's kind of an interesting one. So that was one of the ones that I just didn't want enough, right? Didn't get my energy behind it enough, didn't actually want it enough. So it's not on my new vision board. So when I say I manifested everything on my vision board, I mean almost everything and all the things that were truly important for me. And so it's a really interesting manifestation exercise to do vision boards because not only do they help you manifest the things that you desire, but that's also over time when you analyze what's been successful, what you have manifested and what you haven't, it's really interesting to really be truthful with yourself and shine a bit of a light on why why haven't I manifested that? Do I genuinely want it? Or have I genuinely believed it's possible for me? Because sometimes that's the biggest thing holding us back from manifesting. So that's why I wanted to share that one with you. So those were my five favorite manifestations or five of my favorite manifestations. The white laptop, manifesting that through my husband, just staying open to it coming to me and not worrying about the how. The second one was being oversubscribed and that one took months and it took that consistent repetition and working on staying in that belief that I would be oversubscribed and waiting for reality to catch up. There was the third one with the £10 note which was a wonderful one because it felt like the universe was directly listening and directly communicating with me so that was a really wonderful one. The fourth one was the unexpected discovery calls. So just having that expectation that something's going to come in, 
which I just realized does sound kind of contradictory. I'm expecting an unexpected discovery call. When I talk about unexpected discovery calls, just side note here, I mean somebody who's not on my radar, somebody who I don't know is already warm and thinking about working with me. That's what I mean. But I would expect them to come in and how actually we can get really swift results sometimes when we just believe it's going to happen and we don't have any resistance to it. And I'm not efforting those to happen. I'm not out there hustling my way to a discovery call book. I'm just allowing them to come in. And then the fifth one was vision boards. I thought that would just give you a really interesting take on vision boards in terms of have you been using a vision board? If not, maybe it's something you want to do. And if you have, have you stopped to analyze and reflect on what's worked and what hasn't and why? Was it something that you put on there that actually you really don't care that much about? Or was it that you didn't believe enough? So that's a really great way of looking at the things that you haven't manifested. So those were my five. I hope that by sharing them with you, you've got some great tips on how you can be thinking about what you want to be manifesting. And I hope it's got you really thinking about using the law of attraction and manifesting with intention. It's been a game changer for me in life in general, not just in my business, but of course I use this in my business all the time. Totally manifested my so far two consecutive 20k cash months, as you know, and again, a different technique. So that was another reason why I wanted to share five totally different manifestation stories with you is because there's not kind of one way to do it. There's not one thing that I can prescribe to you and you do this one thing and that's how it works. It's about you doing whatever you need to do to believe, you doing whatever you need to do to get your energy behind it. So I hope you found that interesting and let's get straight into today's dash of woo. It's kind of a woo one today anyway, isn't it? Um, And so I want to share with you today's Dash of Woo, which is, of course, a practical manifestation or mindset tip designed to take what we've been talking about and give it a little bit of oomph for you. So here's what I'd love you to do. I'd love you to play with manifestation. I'd love you to see it like I see it, like a bit of a game, a bit of a kind of fun challenge. It's not supposed to be so serious, or at least that's my opinion. So if you're up for it, if you're game, pick something that you want to manifest. Could be anything. It could be a spa day. It could be, actually, I just really quite like a nap this weekend. (laughs) It could be some really beautiful thing that you've had your eye on. It could be that you want three more clients in the door. It could be you want to manifest your first 10k cash month. Pick something and start really focusing on it. Start trying to get your energy behind it. And then you get your energy behind it when you get your mindset on board. So you need to make sure that you believe that whatever it is that you want to manifest can be yours and will be yours. That's a big important key here. And so if you're needing some help with that, there's lots of different things you can do. You can do affirmations, you can journal, and of course you can use guided meditation. You know that's one thing that I do on the regular. So particularly for money, I love to make sure that I am reprogramming my subconscious just before I go to sleep when our subconscious is wide open. And so I use a guided manifestation meditation every night when I'm really working on like something new money-wise, but you can use it for anything that you're trying to manifest. So 
Whatever you need to do, whether that is a guided meditation, or whether it's journaling, or visualization, or meditation, whatever you need to do to believe the thing that is yours, do it. But pick one thing and see it like a bit of a fun experiment. And if you haven't been playing with the law of attraction in this way, then really go for it. Just say, why not? There's nothing to lose. Work on believing in it. Work on being an energetic match for it by getting your energy behind it and feeling the feelings of it already being yours and see what happens. Just be open to the universe bringing something to you in a fun and maybe magical way or maybe you just go and buy the damn thing yourself. That still counts as manifestation. But I'd love you to just pick one thing and really focus on using the law of attraction with intention and making it happen. So that's today's Dash of Woo, which is essentially just a summary of what you can take away from today's show because the whole thing is kind of a Dash of Woo. I think the law of attraction seems a bit woo, but actually I'm pretty sure it's backed by science. But I am not a scientist, so don't um, quote me on that. (laughs) Okay, if you would like to treat yourself to my guided manifestation meditation template, then why not get yourself over to the Limitless Mother template shop at corriejavid.com forward slash shop so you can start having some magical manifestation experiences of your own. Right now, I don't know if you know this, this template is the everyone loves template because guess what? Everyone does love this template. Pretty sure it's the best selling one in the shop at the moment. And so because of that, I'm giving you $10 off when you buy and you use the code EL10 at checkout. That's EL10. You get $10 off. And if that weren't enough, if you've been manifesting some extras here, here they come. Because if you're kicking yourself that you didn't get into the first round of my game-changing money mindset course, Limitless Money, then no worries, boo, I've got you. Because when you buy this guided manifestation meditation template and you go ahead and treat yourself, then I'm going to send you a coupon code for the amount that you just spent plus the $10, as if it were full price, off of Limitless Money the next time it opens up for enrollment. How good is that? So good, right? So, head over there, corriejavid.com forward slash shop. And it's the everyone loves template. So you can't miss it. Seriously, it'd be right in front of you. It's also linked in the show notes. So (laughs) there's really no reason not to. Amazing. I hope you enjoyed this sort of off the cuff episode, me just chatting with you about five of my favorite manifestation stories. If you want me to share some of the others with you, I've got them coming out of the wazoo. I don't know if you know this, but I have a journal specifically for the purpose of writing down the things that I manifest and which was prompted by my wonderful coach when I was sharing one of my manifestation stories with her and she said you are at the risk of this seeming normal to you people aren't normally this great at manifesting this easily with the things that you've been manifesting she said I feel like you don't know that this is magical anymore you need to be writing these things down And so I bought this really sparkly, spangly journal that I love to write my manifestation stories and say, I've got a ton I could share with you. If you want me to share more, let me know. Slide into my DMs over on Instagram at Corrie Javid and give me a shout and I'll create another episode about it. If you want me to talk more about the law of attraction and more of the science, I do know some of the science. I was kind of joking earlier, but 
there is some science behind it. Um, and there's some different ways of looking at it. I'm happy to present you the different ways. If you want to know more about it, give me a shout too. This show is for you, my love. So, you know, you want to hear something on the show, you tell me. I make it for you. I don't know what that accent was. That was really weird. It just came out that way. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, in any way, imitate any particular accent just spoke really weird okay i'm turning a bit weird i think it's the heat i'm gonna sign off my loves if you want to hear and if you want to find out anything else about today's show head over to the show notes you can find them in your podcast player linked up or you can go to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash manifestation favorites Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.